Yo, what up everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'm... This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yo, yo, yo. Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie Lanthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers. Keep it metal. Hell yeah. That is a true statement right there. Keep it fucking metal, right? All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your main man here, Eddie Monster, and we took a week off. It was a much-needed break that we needed. After two exciting episodes, hopefully you guys caught both of them, the Michael Sweet interview as well as the Phil Lewis interview that came the week before that. But we have an exciting, exciting show. Lots of great music to play on the show for you guys as well as some exciting, exciting news to just unleash on the world, right? There's a lot of things that have been happening, a lot of head shakers because remember this weekend is the Welcome to Rockville weekend. So a lot of exciting news coming from that aspect. But anyways, like I said, we've got a great show. Uh, Legit, I want to get into this because we do it every damn week. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're a reoccurring listener, welcome back. If you want to follow the show, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Our next link we changed up. It used to be twitter.com forward slash Eddie Monster 82. We changed it up because we wanted to make it a lot closer to the podcast so that you knew this was podcast related kind of shit. Right? So Twitter, the link has changed. The new link is twitter.com forward slash pedal underscore radio pretty simple enough right twitter.com forward slash pedal underscore radio that is a new twitter account it's all pedal to the metal out check it out we're also on instagram at instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show and last but certainly not least the one link that rules them all because there can only be one that's right. It's pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. That is the place to go if you want to listen to new and archived episodes because we have all the links there. Whether you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, uh, Radio, whatever the heck it's called, it's all there. Google, all there. iHeartRadio, all there. Right, including YouTube. But YouTube is only for the the interviews. So. There you go. Uh, All right. So like I said, we have a great show for you guys today. We've got some exciting things to talk about. We've got exciting music to play for you guys, including the first band that we have up on the show. So this is the unsigned band of the week. That's right. This is a moment where we play bands that we think deserve the proper attention that may not be signed. Because remember, every band had to start somewhere and they had to start somehow. What better place than here? What better time than now, right? So anyways, we're breaking into this. This is a one-man wrecking machine coming all the way from Finland. They're called Halo 1. 
and you've got a brand new single out called DHA. We're going to be checking it out right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. So without further ado, look them up on Facebook, Halo One. They're an amazing group. Let's check them out.
It's time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. Fuck yeah, welcome back. It's Rock and Metal News time, and we've got some pretty interesting stories to kind of check out and cover here. And one of them happened recently at the Welcome to Rockville. It's kind of a big story in a way. So apparently there's this band called uh, Brass Against. And they were performing a cover of Rage Against the Machine. And apparently during the set, their vocalist, Sophia Eurista, apparently had kept mentioning how she needed to pee. She needed to urinate. For those of you that want it more classified in such a nicer way. She needed to urinate. Well, she decided to ask if there was anybody in the crowd who would be willing to volunteer. Of course, one guy who probably hasn't gotten laid in a long, long time volunteered. And uh, yeah, she proceeded to urinate on him and a lot. It was a lot. The video's online. It's it's not safe for work. So mark it as NSFW. And uh, yeah, the band is very, very kind of regretful about it. You know, they recently came out and said, we're truly sorry. It's not who we are as a band. Right. And. Uh, you know, it's it's. It's been something that's been happening for such a long time especially you know in the punk rock world gg allen did it but it's funny because it's getting such a huge huge thing in 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 the media it's getting a lot of press i mean you can blame me i'm talking about it right now but anyways so there's incidences that have happened throughout time and this is just another one you know this is another incident that has happened that is going to get some ban their temporary 15 minutes of fame and some recognition, right? We remember, uh, who remembers the band Snot? Not a lot of people remember who Snot is, okay? Unless you were growing up in the time when new metal was such a huge thing like myself. Then you would know who Snot is, right? So there was an incident right in my own backyard, right? The uh, Xfinity Center is what it's called now, but it used to be called Great Woods back in this time. So OzFest 98 rolls around, Limp Biscuit. Is playing the main stage. Well, Limp Bizkit's got a giant toilet bowl on stage, and they've been flushing, you know, characters like you know Britney Spears and Hanson down the toilet. Apparently, he takes a break, and he invites he invites Lynn Strait from the band Snot onto the stage, and dares him to get a blowjob from one of the dominatrix that was traveling. With the festival. And sure enough dude. He came on stage. Buck ass naked. And got a blowjob. Right on stage. I was there for that. It was kind of like. We were all like. What the fuck's going on? You know. Holy shit. You know. So it was that moment. You know. A little bit of. Uh, you know. A little bit of infamy. Right. Unfortunately. Lynn Stray passed away a year later. In a car accident. So. Unfortunately. He was banned from the. From. Great Woods. Or the Xfinity Center, whatever you want to call it, and uh, you know that's just one. That's just one incident 
in, in, in the multitude of incidences that have happened. I remember upon a, uh, I think they're called upon a burning body, staged a fake kidnapping to try to get some publicity. So, I mean, it's out there. You know what I mean? And bands have been doing it for such a long time. This is one of those, you know, who gives a shit moments. Okay, so some girl urinated on a guy on stage. All right, cool. It's 21st century, people. Um, I also want to talk about this for a second. You know, Dave Ellison, okay, we all know he was kicked out of Megadeth. We've talked about this countless times on the show as to why he was kicked out of Megadeth and, and so on and so forth. And now he's comparing himself to Jesus. So we know he's got a new band called The Lucid. He was fired from Megadeth back in May. But in an interview with that metal interview, the podcast, he was asked about how he was, and he said this. I'm okay. I just went dark. It took, I took the time to just sort of process it all, heal up from it. I obviously never had anything quite like this happen to me before. And the fact that it was happening like that was just, I couldn't believe the level of just shittiness of humankind. I just couldn't even believe it, man. I was like, yeah, all right. Now I, not to use a religious reference, but I guess I know how Jesus felt. Carry a cross and then kill him. Shit, we got the wrong guy. Not to make a religious thing, but just it's just one of those things. I couldn't even believe it. I'm not going to lie. I deserve better than that, which is why I got off social media and I got away from all that stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I've poured my whole life into my craft my work and my art and being a performer and entertainer and no one deserves to be treated like that. That's just absolutely uncalled for on any level. What's uncalled for is that you're comparing yourself to a guy who was essentially, you know, hung on a cross for his beliefs, right? Which were religious in nature. Okay. Nobody gives a shit that you got kicked out of Megadeth because you decided to be an idiot and go online and take dick pics or whatever videos you decided to do. You're not Jesus, okay? You got fired, okay? You got what happened to anybody else who, if they were caught doing something like this and it was a reflection on their business... They would also get fired. All right. So, you know, how do you compare yourself to that guy? Okay. Because nobody, I mean, I'd get it if I was saying, you know what? I believe in unicorns and I strongly believe in that. and, And, you know, people find that my belief in unicorns is so dangerous that it could change society. So they crucify me for it. Right. No, I, 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 I do sexual videos with a woman, and apparently I'm Jesus because I just got kicked out of the world's biggest thrash metal band. Yeah. Not a very good good comparison on Dave Ellison's part. I never want to say anything, usually, but, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. You know, I hate people comparing themselves to, to such a figure, you know what I mean, of... <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, whether it's, you know, fiction, fact, whatever it may be, your beliefs are your beliefs, and I don't care. But nonetheless, 
Yeah, just a wrong comparison, in my opinion. You can argue to death with me on that, whatever it may be. One topic that I've always been passionate about is the fact that there was this big four of thrash metal. And for those of you that know, the big four was Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Metallica. And it almost seemed like everybody forgot in the in the world that there was a band called Exodus, right? And that Exodus was the first Bay Area thrash metal band, right? People tend to forget that. People also tend to forget that Kirk Hammett came from Exodus before he went to Megadeth, uh, to Metallica, which opened the doors for Gary Holt to come into Exodus. So people have forgotten that, and that always kind of puzzled me. I'm like, shouldn't it be the big five? Because why isn't Exodus on that list? I mean, they were around before Metallica. They were around before Slayer. Definitely around before Megadeth, that's for sure. And who knows as far as, you know, the comparison with Anthrax. Who knows? Because Anthrax has been around. But, you know... Scott Ian recently won out and explained that he believed the Exodus should be a part of the Big Four. I remember seeing Megadeth live in concert. I think it was back in like, I don't even know. They were, Exodus was touring on the on Tempo of the Damned or right after that. And I remember they invited a bunch of members of Exodus on stage. And I remember Dave Mustaine saying, this is the real Big Four. So yeah, you know, the stuff is there. I do think they should be a part of that. And there's an interview where Gary Holt actually discusses it. And it's interesting. It's an interesting article. So if you get a chance, go to metalinjection.net and look it up. Gary Holt on Exodus being in the Big Four, his time in Slayer, and many, many more. So that's pretty cool. Um, And other strange-ass news... Maybe not so strange. I don't know. But apparently Paul Stanley... Okay, so his father did pass away. That is one thing. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this article that says, Paul Kiss frontman Paul Stanley's sister. I hope Paul goes to hell. Immediately caught my attention right off the start. I was like, holy... Like, what is this? What? And uh, apparently Paul Stanley... Never contacted his sister, Julia, to tell her about the death of her father. So she's called Stanley an opportunistic, self-serving bastard and scumbag who I hope goes to hell. So William Eisen, who's their father, passed away on November 7th at the age of 101. And uh, this is what Paul Stanley wrote. My dad, William Eisen, has left this earth after 101 years and seven months. His thirst for knowledge never waned, and he could speak on virtually any subject. His pride in my accomplishments was heartwarming, as was seeing his love of my family. He said he'd always be with me, and he will. Well, so then Julia went on to her own social media page. Here's what she said. 
My brother Paul Stanley has always been an opportunistic, self-serving bastard. He slandered our entire family and his epic sob story faced the music and was recently quoted as saying that he didn't care if my father died. My father, William Eisen, with whom I was very close, passed away yesterday at 1219. I was not informed of this, however, until 6 p.m. when I called the hospital because my brother failed to inform me. He also tried to poison my father against me, telling him that I planned on ripping him off for lots of money. I hope he goes to hell. And, you know, she continues on, and apparently in some of the comments of her post, she did say, she elaborated and said that he was very giving financially. Emotionally, he's nowhere to be found saying that Stanley... But she said, has helped me tremendously with money support because, but he cannot give all of himself in any way. Because of his celebrity, he has been coddled and forgiven for unacceptable behavior. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, more and more. Um, you know, her saying, I cannot join a group that is committed to bashing him. He is a scumbag, but he's still my brother. He needs to be held accountable for his fuck-ups. So, you know, she's, she just, you know, she's pissed. She's just a sister that's pissed. And that's what it boils down to. You know, and I get it. I get it. You know, I would be pissed too if, you know, somebody important in my life passed away and people failed to tell me. Right, so you can't blame her, and we know all the kiss are a bunch of scumbags, anyways. There we go, we said it. Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons. Although Paul Stanley is iconic, he's probably my favorite member of Kiss. That's right, I am a fan of the Star Child. But uh, nonetheless, all right, we're gonna take a break from rock and metal news, and we're gonna play some music for y'all. So here we go. We got our first of two bands you should know artists. And our first artist features the legendary Jizzy Pearl, who you may remember from the bands Love Hate, L.A. Guns, and so many more. I believe he did a stint in Rat, maybe, I believe, somewhere down the line. I don't know. But anyways, he's got his band back, Jizzy Pearl's Love Hate, and he's got a brand new single, which is coming off of their upcoming album, Hell California, and we've got a few guys right here, right now. And the song is called Gonna Take You Higher, right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
back with more rock and metal news for you guys. Anyways, uh, Disturbed is going to begin writing a brand new album. They said this very week they've been writing between shows. And of course, if you were lucky enough, you got to see them at Welcome to Rockville this past weekend. Um, I watched a little bit on Twitch, thanks to DWP Presents. Uh, It's a great channel on Twitch. You should check it out. But the band is definitely um, looking to follow up Evolution, which came out in 2018. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Coming very soon. Uh, Speaking of another band who hasn't been released an album in such a long, long time, Avenged Sevenfold says they're definitely not in a rush to release a new record. Um, M. Shadows recently made it clear on Tuna on a Toast with Stryker saying we're really just trying to make sure that everybody mentally wants to go on tour and support a record that it's going to make sense to support the record it's not a stop and go situation we're going to release it and when we want to release it that's just the bottom line people seem to think we work for them so that's kind of a bold statement coming from M Shadows obviously Um, one thing I learned in past history from bands is that because you could be easily forgettable Right, if you're gonna take a long time to release a record, you better damn make sure that it's one hell of an album. Otherwise, fans are gonna be severely disappointed that they waited that long. Like, very much like how I was disappointed at, at how Saint Anger sounded when that piece of shit came out. Nevertheless, we moving on. Corn has announced that they've got a brand new record called Requiem. They've already shared "Start the Healing." You can check it out online. It's actually very different. For corn, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, the album will be coming out February 4th, so be on the lookout for that. X Hoarder is also working on new music. The band says, uh, well, they, as everybody knows, they released their first new album in 27 years back in 2019 when they did "Mourn the Mourn the Southern Skies." But Kyle Thomas was recently in an interview with Heavy New York. And he says that they've been writing and demoing songs throughout the whole pandemic. But here's what he says. We've been working very hard on new material since the start of the pandemic. We've been demoing songs, doing pre-production, preparing for when we finally do record the actual album. So yes, new X Hoarder will be coming out at some point. There you go. So be on the lookout for that when that comes out. Again, the band originally broke up in 1994. And after some reunions and, you know, this and this and that, they finally released More More in the Southern Skies in 2019. Fear Factory, right? So everybody knows Burton C. Bell recorded the last record that they just released. And we know that Fear Factory's got a brand new lead singer out. So Dino is promising that there will be a new song with this singer coming up sometime in winter 2022. So when they go on tour, he's going to have his own song written with Fear Factory and recorded. So that sounds pretty good. Whatever. You know. Uh, Clown. Not too good of news for him. He tore his bicep and he had to miss Welcome to Rockville, which kind of sucks. We all know how important uh, Clown is to the band. But yeah. Due to a torn bicep, he had to miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you look close enough, you can pinpoint the exact frame where Clown completely tore the bicep tendon from the radial tuberosity with proximal retraction, proximal to the coronoid fossa of the humerus. 
I have no fucking clue what that means. But with that being said, you may have realized I was not on stage in Florida with my brothers and my culture tonight. For this fact, I am saddened. I had surgery today in Los Angeles. Everything went great, and I'm recovering peacefully. Can't express how happy and blessed I am to have been able to come back to touring after all this, after all that we as a community have been through the last couple of years, and I promise we will see you all very soon. Thank you. So there you go. It sucks to uh, to miss that kind of shit, but that is going to do it for Rock and Metal News. And now it is time for our last bands you should know artists and we've got a good one right we gave you the hard now we're going with the heavy and we're checking out a band called dead war for those of you guys who know they released their uh debut album not too long ago and now they're releasing an ep called grandfather of war so with even more old school raw underground metal showcasing crushing blast beats, thunderous bass guitars, and searing guitar solos, guttural vocals lead the onslaught through clear marching orders of execution, tank attacks, molding toxicity, and a leader of generations that have all followed into battle. Dead War, again, bring the element of classical trained musicianship to offer a death of the world moment of clarity amidst the carnage. So you're going to want to be on the lookout for this EP when it comes out on December 3rd, 2021. But for right now, we are going to check out the track, One Bullet Can Change the World. And as always, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I will see you guys all next week. And so without further ado, here is Dead War with One Bullet Can Change the World.